Hey, money bosses, welcome back. My name is Anna Shergunina and I'm your host. I'm so excited for our next interview. I've got an awesome, awesome guest um, here with us today to talk about how online courses have this amazing opportunity for us to make extra money, more money, or a ton of money. So like the, the possibilities are endless. And so I've got uh, Dr. Sonia here with us today and she's gonna tell us all about what she does and of course how this interesting topic that um, I think is really cool um, to explore. And because we live in the modern world where internet presents this opportunity, um, so we're going to go into all of that in a lot of detail. So stay tuned. Dr. Sonia, welcome. Thank you so much, Anna, for having me. Hello, everyone. I'm super excited to be here and talk all about my jam, which is online course creation. So I'm excited. Thank you again, Anna, for having me. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to start with the proper introduction and then we're going to dive into the whole topic. So here I go. Dr. Sonia Murray is the founder and CEO of Jump First, a growing educational platform committed to empowering others to learn, innovate, and execute through various educational programs and mentorship services. Her vision for Jump First is to promote self-discovery and financial freedom while making a lasting impact on the world. Dr. Sonia is an ex expert in mentorship, course development, and classroom education. Both her professional person and divorce shine bright lights on the need for alternative mentorship programs that promote in individuality and creativity. As a CEO of Jump First and a college professor, Dr. Sonia has the rare ability to electrify her audience with original and creative ideas along her with, with her undeniable wit. With a background in human services, she's committed to, her, to helping her students and clients find their purposes, passions, and voices through unique pathways that encourage and empower others to embrace their diversity and share their stories. Whether through creating online courses or through helping new college students navigate the learning experiences and prepare for the life after graduation, Dr. Sonia's vision for First Jump is to help lead others towards becoming the, their best versions of themselves and doing their best work while building lasting legacies and creating wealth for generations to come. I am in love with your mission, 100%. <laughs> especially, especially for the younger generation, Dr. Sonia. So I'd love to start by asking you, how did you get started? And, and, and why did you, you know, kind of went this direction? Absolutely, Anna. So, oh my goodness. Um, I can think back all the way to like 2005. And so really for me, it was a long time coming with creating and developing courses. Um, I'll give you the short version. My mom has a nonprofit. And so getting started in 2005, I helped her, helped her formulate the 501c3 and all those things. But then I was a person on the back end that was like putting together workshops and seminars and youth retreats and things like that. I've always been a person who enjoys serving other people, helping other people in any way that I can. And I didn't realize at that time that I was essentially building out curricula and courses and <laughs> all of those things before it moved online. And so I continued to do that throughout my journey. Um, I did a lot of things related to human services. So my background, uh, as you stated, is actually in human services, which everyone always asks me, like, what is that? <laughs> and so, 
I always tell people like it's exactly what it sounds like. It's services for humans. So it's just really just helping people um, in any way that I can. And so with that said, the concentration has always been in administration. And so I've always been kind of a behind the scenes person. And I kind of refer to myself as like an introverted <laughs> extrovert uh, mm -hmm. because nowadays, you know, everything's online. We got to show up. And so that's really kind of where I got my start. 2014 is where I started teaching at the university and I started hearing from my colleagues and my chair of the program. They're like, you are great at developing courses. And so I finally stopped taking it for granted and uh, started helping other people create their own courses and their own platforms. Um, you know, and it was one day I decided to just leave the nine to five. So I call myself a corporate dropout and uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, and uh, I got into just, again, helping more people develop their own platforms through online course creation, teaching what they know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will, will resonate with you. So you're not alone in that in that space of being a corporate dropout, <laughs> for sure. So I love I love the idea. I too personally have uh, created a course of my own. Uh, it took me a long time. So and um, just because I was I was never trained how to do it. All I knew is like I've got this thing I was interested in. I've been talking to people about it, and I just keep talking, keep talking. I might as well record myself, <laughs> right? Might as well create yep. a nice looking PDF. So I'm like, hey, go watch my video. Here's a little workbook or something. So I, yeah, I, and I'm sure a lot of people sort of stumble that way. Um, and I know that there's a, a more um, clear path, right, or structure as to, as to how someone um, can get started. So how, maybe we can kind of get into the conversation of, like you've got this idea right in your mind, or what do you even like, how do you realize or how do you come at that point that you're like, okay, I think I need to explore the idea of these online courses or, or converting my knowledge into something that's just more than you talking about it? Oh my goodness. That's such a good question. So the way that I help most people is by first like understanding, you know, what it is that you're really good at. A lot of people, and I always tell people, it's a connection between your passion, the thing that you really like to do, and the thing that you're really good at, which is your expertise. Um, but really, it comes down to we all have a specialty and something that we love to do. And it's usually something that people keep asking our opinion about <laughs> or our advice about. And so if you have people consistently coming to you and asking your advice about a particular subject or, you know, something that they just see you do in your everyday, then that's definitely something that you should probably be thinking about creating a course about. Yeah, and I think this is the, the that probably fine line between really re re recognizing right that there's something that you're passionate about, and then you know really starting to see like are you really an expert in it? Like do you really uh, can you really teach it right? And I think that's where you come in because that's 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 actually rather hard <laughs> when you sort of start to progress from that. And I've seen it for myself. What are your thoughts on that? Like that transition Definitely. from passion to expert expert yes Anna I absolutely agree with you um it's one of those things like you can like it goes back to what we just talked about right like giving advice to other people it's easy to do that if someone comes to you for instance let's say that um you're someone who has shed a lot of weight 
And now people are asking you, oh my gosh, how'd you do it? How are you keeping it off? What are you doing? Right. And it's easy to like, really just give the piece of advice. Like, oh, this is what I'm eating. This is how many times I go to the gym, but it's a whole other beast to really like sit down and be able to teach that. And so that is absolutely where my expertise comes in is putting that together, forming a curriculum, your course content, but also like the platforms and the software and all those other things that come with, especially having an online course yeah and I think what I, I've, I'm only referencing this because I've had my personal experience but I it's definitely starts to get overwhelming when you're like okay I know I'm doing this this is my this is my plan this is how I'm gonna teach it and you're like okay what's the next step how do I like recorded what do I, like there's so much of this information and I know that we're going to get into a lot more details in the second session so I'm just giving it away slightly right now <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have you share with us your process um, so for those who want to consider online courses and like they're really ready, they've, they've experienced those for themselves, how, you know, where do you begin or what are the, some of the first steps uh, that someone can take? Awesome. So first, first step is to identify your expertise, but then also identify your passion, right? Like the thing that that fire inside of you that just won't go away. That's where I was before I left my nine to five, before I became a corporate dropout. I was just feeling like this passion, this higher purpose, like this thing that I should be doing that I just was not doing. Instead, I was sitting there unfulfilled, building someone else's dream, you know, and really not taking the care and the time to um, consider what it is that I like to do and what it is that I love to do. So that's the first step is to understand what you're really passionate about, that thing that just won't leave you alone, that thing that keeps tugging at your heartstrings, maybe even the first thing that you think about when you wake up in the morning, uh, on your way to the nine to five, right, or, or other activities that you're doing um, in your day to day, but think about what's really fueling you, your passion, your purpose, your um, expertise, also the thing, and when I say expertise, most people think like, you have to know all there is to know about a topic or a subject in order to be considered an expert and that cannot be further from the truth really what makes you an expert is that you know a little bit more than other people about a particular subject or field or industry and so when you start to pair and I hope that you guys can see where I'm going with this. When you start to pair that passion and that thing that's like really driving you, that thing that you get excited about with what you're really good at and what you're really knowledgeable in, um, you know, the worlds collide and then boom, like there is your topic for your course. There's exactly where you should start. So I say the starting point is to be solid in what it is that you actually want to teach and what you are going to be good at teaching. Because the worst thing that you want to do is to create a course or start down that process and not be passionate about it, you know, and not like that fire burn out eventually and then here you are teaching it to other people and you can't get them excited about it because you're not excited about it yeah i, I like that there's there's definitely because I, I i'm i'm thinking that our viewers uh, on the summit are you know probably um would be interested in this topic you know to kind of dive into as something that they do on the side right or you know maybe i'm sure you've seen folks that you work with that have taken a whole career at at the you know at something like that so if we're taking these first baby steps, we're like, okay, I've got to have, I've, I've got to figure out a structure where it, it, it works for, for me. And so seeing through your passion and then like really um, looking at it where you can um, teach others 
um, how, um, how, when you are at that point and, and you're like ready to dive in, um, what, what do you recommend? Like, wh wh what places do people go, you know, aside from, I, I know there's training resources and what do you teach your, your clients as to like, okay, I, I, I'm at this point, I'm ready to go. Like, where do I need to hang out? Like, how do I get started on, on this journey? I like that question a lot. And so a lot of people don't take the care to, aside from identifying your passion and your expertise, a lot of folks don't even think about writing down their story. And so this is one of the, the first activities that I do for all of my classes and all of my clients and students is to pull out your experiences because we have to really establish you as the expert, as the authority, right? In what it is that you're gonna teach. And so in order to do that, we gotta start at the very beginning. And most people ask me, okay, how far back <laughs> should I start documenting my story? And that's the other point that I wanna make is we gotta write stuff down. So we gotta get it out of our head and onto paper. That's where a lot of the magic for me and my experience and the experience of some of the students and clients that I have, that's where it happens, right? It is for you to really like, let me give you an example real quick. And this is a teacher in me because I love analogies. Uh -huh. So <laughs> one of the examples is that I grew up in the same household. I have two younger sisters. It's a hard road being the oldest, um, but it is what it is, right? So I have two younger sisters, same mom, same dad. We grew up in the same house, which means that we were in the same places for the majority of our younger lives at the same time. However, if you come to us and you ask us each individually about an experience or something that happened on a particular day and time, we're going to probably give you similar accounts, but it's going to be slightly different. And it's because we all heard something different. We felt something different. We saw something different, right? And so that's where you got to start to pull out those life experiences. And I tell people it's so much better to start writing those things down because there's so many times that I talk to my sisters or my mom and dad or cousins or friends or whomever and we start to reminisce on stories and things that happened in the past that I'm like oh my gosh I completely forgot about that <laughs> that did happen and those are the types of things that are really going to ground your expertise and ground your authority and so when you start to pull those things out it's going to be very eye-opening and inside of my class, I call this the uh, master resume, because remember, I'm a core dropout, but for a long time, I did a lot of like staffing and recruiting and all of those things. And so the master resume is like, it includes all your life experiences, the things that you don't put on a typical resume. Like, yes, it includes those things, right? The resume that you submit to um employers. However, now we also need to include all the things that we wouldn't necessarily put on a resume. So going back to the example of someone who shed a lot of weight, right, and that is an accomplishment, we're going to put that on the master resume, like on the resume of life, if you will. And so those are other accomplishments outside of the technicalities, you know, the things that we do and put on those resumes for nine to fivers. Um, but what they what those experiences do is they uh, validate our experiences they validate our expertise and so we need that to start establishing ourselves as an authority and i always tell people you know this is definitely the first step because once you lay a solid foundation for your online course then you start to build on it and so um that's really where where we want to start yeah the, i love this because i think it's, I, 
and you probably could could attest to that. But that's probably the hardest thing to do for most people, right? Like you're talking about, like, okay, I've got the resume, but all these other things that I think, if I, I, I don't think I have anything like that. Like I've never like really laid out my, you know, my entire background and story. I have a resume. I have a very short resume or, you know, by introductory paragraph for, you know, for when I'm speaking somewhere. So it's, um, there's some work that we have to do on ourselves, right? Like Definitely. internal work, internal, changing some of the internal beliefs uh, to, to really be able to tell your story. Because wouldn't you agree that that's what most people would relate to? Actually, like your story, not so Absolutely. much, right? Yeah. And that's where like, and that's what I mean, like that foundation, because later a lot of people we see everything is moving online. Right. And a lot of people are just jumping online and going, Hey, here's my stuff. You should buy it. But it's like, why should people buy it? Right. And that goes back to your story and you're right. It is a lot of work, Anna, but, um, it's one of those things. Like if you do it right up front, then it's going to pay you over and over and over again later on on the back end. And honestly, I think that everyone should do it, whether you're creating an online course or not, like pull out that story. I teach it a lot in my university classes because I still teach some of those classes. I love to give back. Uh, so I teach that um, in my sociology classes as well as in uh, my cultural anthropology classes. Uh, and I teach, pardon me, uh, there was like there was like a little little piece of hair or something just like dangling in my camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's cool. That's on me. Um, but yeah, so I teach in my sociology classes and cultural anthropology classes about storytelling and how we do that all the time. Like whether we recognize it or not, it is the basis of our friendships, our familial relationships, all of those things. We're either always telling a story about something that has happened in the past, something that is happening currently, or something that we want to happen in the future. So the basis of most of our communication with other people is storytelling. So why not pull out your own personal story so that you can start to share your experiences with the world and connect on a deeper level with the people that you truly want to help? Yeah, this is amazing. I wouldn't have knew this five years ago. <laughs> I thought about it uh, just in a different format. Okay, so uh, we, we talked about like a little bit of a process and the kind of the first step. Okay. I guess I know our listeners are probably wondering, like, how do you make money? Like, what's the what's the typical? I know you can sell a course, but but maybe you can share us share some some things that you've seen are actually working for folks. Absolutely. So the way to do it now we got the basis, we got the foundation lead, right? And so it's really to establish genuine connection. Um, and number one with your story, you're again, establishing yourself as the expert, as the authority in how you can help other people. Well, in order to help other people, you got to first establish genuine connection. And a lot of, because everything is moving online in my experience and what I'm seeing is a lot of things, a lot of um, interactions are purely transactional. No one is, you know, not a lot of people are taking the time to really understand what it is that your ideal customer need, your, your client needs, um, and then offer support, right? Offer genuine assistance, offer genuine care about helping people get to their next level. And this is why I stated in the beginning that it has to be something, whatever you're doing, whether it's an online course or not, it has to be something that you're genuinely passionate about. 
It has to be something that is driving you that you understand is a higher purpose and a higher calling for, you know, your life. You know, whether even if you're not currently operating in that space now, like find a way to grow into that space, to get into that space and, you know, get, be in that space because there's, it opens up such a different world of not just opportunities, but growth for yourself. And so when people see you as genuine, right, as a genuine authority, not just like this expert or this guru who can do these things, but people who are genuine, that's, I think, what people are looking for most. And that's what we're missing in some of our sales, our transactions that we do on a daily basis. We got to stop looking at it as just transactional in nature and start looking at it as making genuine connections with other human beings. Yeah, it's, it's hard. That, and I think that's also difficult because it takes time, right? Not like you're just going to put up your shingle. I've got my online course. Hey, bye, everybody. Um, no, yeah. you, um, and I, I, love, I love how you connected it to the story because that is something you can come back every time, all the time. It's not, it's like, you don't even need a marketing plan, right? I mean, you kind of do, but it's like, you just, you just talk about it and it's really you and it's all your, um, your life story and your experiences. So that's, that's awesome. Well, I'm really um, interested in diving in deeper with you and really um, getting to know some of the actual steps that you teach your, your students and your clients. However, we gotta end this session for now. <laughs> and everyone who's still interested, join us in, in the next one. And for that, you need to upgrade to all access paths. So, so uh, Dr. Sonia and I will be excited to connect with you there. Uh, for the time being, Dr. Sonia, please share with everybody how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So I'm super excited about the next session. This has been an amazing session as well. Um, I am on Instagram. You can connect at jumpfirst.org. So it's jump first org also on facebook same thing jump first org and then the website is essentially an extension of that it's just jumpfirst.org so um hope to see more of you guys in one of those spaces and thank you so much again anna oh, oh my goodness thank you so much nice nice talking to you bye everybody bye guys <laughs>